Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Today, I want to talk to you guys about <clears throat> technocracy and how it's uh, affecting Bible prophecy. And uh, I always reference a Romans 1 culture. Uh, you guys hear me talk about that a lot. Well, today, I want to talk about some of the stuff that's happening. And um, especially in a lot of the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, you know, what's going on in the world today. Um, the Matt Walsh uh, film, if you guys haven't seen that. <clears throat> um, and what they're doing to children. And uh, when you ask these people, what is a woman? They can't answer. Um, just during uh, the uh, Berkeley professor uh, that testified in front of Congress uh, about babies. You know, she couldn't answer the question. And uh, John Holler, who is an attorney, says, normally when people won't answer the question or that they verge, they're lying, right? And so um, she, you know, they ask her, hey, uh, does a baby have value? And there's a long pause, like like a long, like dead air pause, right? And then she goes, yes. And they said, doesn't, um, does a baby about to be born have value? She couldn't answer the question. She wouldn't. She couldn't. It's not that she couldn't answer the question. It's that she wouldn't answer the question. She refused. She diverted. Well, you know, the birthing person or the person capable of being impregnated, like, Folks, when I tell you about a Romans 1 culture, this is what I'm talking about. This is what the Bible said would happen. And you see it happening on a large scale. It's like people can't, they can't think anymore. You know, if they can memorize stuff out of a, out of a book and they can memorize, we're talking about this at church this morning and uh, they can memorize something out of a book. These kids, oh yeah, they can memorize all this stuff. They can gain all of this knowledge, but they can't apply it because they don't know how. They get all this knowledge, but they don't get any understanding. And I think it's in the book of James when, you know, uh, he said and God, had, you know, the Holy Spirit inspired him to write that. When you get all this knowledge, be sure to get understanding. I think it's in a Proverbs too. And but we see this happening. And the book of Daniel even talked about that. They will go to and fro, to and fro, to and fro, gaining all this knowledge, right? I mean, all of this. But you see, look at us today. Look, I have a question. I pick up my phone. I Google it. Boom. There's your answer, right? Knowledge everywhere. Knowledge will increase. Travel will become to and fro. Look at it. Look at everything today within the last 200 years. Just in the last 10 years, how much technology has increased. And I read an article, and it was by, you all know he is my favorite. You know it. You know him. You love him. Mr. Leo Holman. H-O-H-M-A-N-N. Anyway, uh, I read an article about uh, that he had put up yesterday. He didn't put the article up yesterday, but I read it yesterday um, on my episode. And so, you know, he talked about that, right? With you know, because you wonder how how all of this is going to come into play, right? You're going to own nothing, but you're going to be happy. Well, John Holler was talking about that uh, in his midweek update, and he touched on it today as well uh, on his prophecy update uh, this morning. Now, they, they sent messages out to those Tesla drivers in Texas. Number one, we're in Texas. What are you doing a, driving a Tesla? Hello. 
get yourself a pickup truck, a Chevy preferably. No, just kidding. Anyway, but they send messages out to these people driving Teslas. And they said, um, to, there's going to be massive, like maybe blackouts. There's going to be, it's going to be extremely hot. There's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of usage on the power grid and to save it from, you know, blackouts, blah, blah, blah. Please do not, uh, please refra- refrain from charging your vehicles between 3 and 6 p.m. <laughs> We're like, okay. So it all rolls into that you're going to own nothing and be happy. And another thing that John had um, mentioned today too, which it was in Leo Holman's um, article, uh, was that, you know, you can go buy you a BMW, but if you want those heated seats to work, Mr. Mrs. Customer, you're going to pay us $18 a month. So you kind of see how it's all playing into you're going to own nothing, but you'll be happy. You know, way back in the day when you bought a car, you bought the car. You could drive the car. You could do whatever you wanted to with that car, right? Not now. Have you noticed how far technology has come in your vehicle? You you go out and you get in your car. You got to do software updates on your car. All these things, right? So if they wanted to, like all the cars being produced in the United States now, as of last year, I do believe, have to have a kill switch. It might have been since 2020. I'm not sure, but I thought it was 2021. But anyway, they have to be installed with a kill switch. Well, why do you think, why would you... Put a kill. Why would you install a kill switch on a vehicle? Think about that for a moment, folks. Think about it. This this episode is probably not going to be so much about uh, uh, articles and headlines, but it's just more commentary, more commentary because I've I've been thinking about this for a while, and you know everything that's the the signs have all been converging. You guys all see that. Y'all listen to me, and I'm sure you listen to a lot of other folks like you know uh, Jag Hibbs and. Uh, many others. I'm sure you all listen to Tom Hughes and and all all the gamut. Jam Markell, um, Mark Henry, like all these folks, right? You know, uh, uh, Pastor Billy Crone at GetAlifeMedia.com. GetAlifeMedia.com. Yes. Um. So I know you and, and and Spencer Smith. So I know you guys are are awake. You guys see what's going on, and I I just wanted to converse about that for a little bit today because the world as a whole. So. When you read the Bible, the Bible tells us that God, that that Satan or the devil, which is the accuser of the brethren, that's what his name means when he was cast down from heaven. He was called the devil, and so he is. He stands there and accuses us all day of Christians because of our sin, right? But Christ died to atone for our sin, right? So our sin is washed away; it's gone, right? God doesn't see us as sinners. He sees us through the blood and sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. So we are seen as righteous and holy because of Jesus Christ. But the devil is up there accusing us, right? Because that's that's what he does. He's a liar. He was one from the beginning. He is a destroyer, a murderer. And when they say when he tells a lie, it comes from what he is. Because that's what he is. He's a liar. And he's been one since the beginning. So when I talk about these things, it's it's... You see it happening in the world. You just see it. And if you don't see it happening in the world, then you're being blinded by the God of this world, which is the devil. And the Bible talks about that. There will be those, like in the book of Daniel, that will shine like the firmament, right? Because they are the wise. They are the ones that are, um, they are the ones that are, are instructing others because they are searching the scriptures like a Berean. They are searching the scriptures to see what is true. They're searching the scriptures to put all of this together. All of what God said. Like one third, nearly one third of the Bible 
is Bible prophecy. So you got to think about it. God wanted us to know. He's like he wanted to prepare us for what is going to happen. But then you see these people in the world completely oblivious, completely lost. They don't see anything wrong with letting a grown ass man into a little girl's bathroom. They don't see anything wrong about butchering a 12 year old or a 16 year old because they wanted to be a little boy or they wanted to be a girl. They see nothing wrong with doing that at that age. They see nothing wrong with giving seven year olds puberty blockers. They see nothing wrong with any of that. But as believers, as those of us who have professed Christ as our Savior, and even those in the world who have not professed Christ as their Savior, but they have not denied Him. They have not denied Jesus. They haven't got to that point. God has not hardened their heart. They can see something wrong. They see something very, very wrong. I hope you guys can see that it's very, very wrong. And folks, it is only going to get worse it's only going to get worse it's not going to get better the bible says i think it was peter when he says things will wax worse and worse which means it's not going to get better jesus said when these things begin to happen begin folks that's the key word lift your head up because your redemption draws near what do you think that means christ christ likened all these things to a woman in labor you know how contractions start they're kind of far between you know and they're not so bad right and then the closer you get they start coming faster and more intense right And they're getting a little stronger and then it keeps going and going and going until it consummates right and then boom the climax is you have the baby okay so what do you think is going on we see the beginning of the things that christ talked about and so i'm going to reference that today i'm going to talk a little bit about matthew 24 i'm going to talk a little bit about um, things that are going on in the world that you know you know some people have you know, you, you kind of hear it and it's all splattered here and there it's kind of all over the place right it's kind of but i want to bring everything together today on this episode i'm going to try to bring everything together and i'm going to try to reference it with the bible and i'm going to try to show you guys where exactly you know everything is going in what the bible says and how it all comes together and how the bible is proven true just by the events that are happening of course the bible's true that's the only truth we have folks the only truth that we have in this world is the word of god and you see how it's being attacked and uh the christians are being blamed for everything well jesus said that would happen he said it was going to happen he said little children he said you are not of this world you're in the world but you are not of this world jesus prayed for us remember the night before in gethsemane he prayed for us so remember that he not only prayed for his disciples but he prayed for all of us who would come after the disciples and would believe in him he prayed for us that night and i want you guys to think about how important that is and and how much peace we should gain from that and how much security we should have in knowing that christ prayed for us and that he's up there right now interceding for us he is our intercessor you don't have anybody on earth that you call a father nobody your earthly father yes you call nobody on earth your spiritual or your heavenly father for you have one father and he is god almighty and he is in heaven that's the only father that you pray to and that you call the father that's what the bible says so don't be misled I don't care how much religious things that they do and I don't care how how they how they make you feel and I don't care if you want to go do a bunch of whole good works and you feel good about yourself and you think oh that's going to get me to heaven that's not going to get you to heaven that's not you could be like the thief on the cross 
the thief next to Jesus on the cross. And before he died, he goes, I believe in you, Jesus. I believe you. And what did Jesus tell him? Today, you will be in paradise with me. Now, do you think that that thief on the cross had any time to rectify his life, to go back and, and to fix all the things that he had messed up and, and to do all kinds of good works and all kinds of stuff to get him to heaven? No, no. He was a wretched, wicked thief hanging on a cross next to Christ. And what did he say? I believe you, Jesus. I believe you're king. And what did, what did Jesus say? Today, you will be in paradise. So think about that. Don't let all the worldly things weigh you down. The Bible says in order to renew our minds, we literally need to read the book. We need to read the Bible. That's how we renew our minds. We need to meditate on scripture. We need to focus on the kingdom of God and not of this world, not on this world, but on God and on Jesus. That's where our eyes and our focus need to be. Remember, when they were out on the, when they were on the water and Jesus was walking towards the ship, the big storm, right? And, uh, you know, was it Peter that wanted to go out there and uh, Jesus had come? And so he did really good right as he was walking out there. And then when he took his, the waves were coming and he started to sink. And what did he do? He took his eyes off of Jesus and then boom, he sunk right. And Jesus had to reach out and rescue him. Because why? Because he took his eyes off of Jesus. That's why he took his focus off the Lord and he focused on his circumstances, his surroundings. And so that's what got him. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit about that today. So we have a lot of stuff going on in our circumstances, right? We see it every day. There's so much wickedness and vileness in this world. It's hard. It's hard to live in this world. It is very hard. If you are a Christian, you have to admit it's very hard. If that is you're a Bible believing Christian, if you believe everything in the Bible, it's hard to live in this world. There's so much nastiness and there's so much um, vileness and wickedness and sinfulness everywhere you look is everywhere. So it's very hard to live in this world, but we have got to focus on Christ and not look at the circumstances in this world. There is evil abounding. There is wickedness. There is lawlessness. We see the destruction of the United States, which was the last Christian nation. We were a Christian nation. We were founded on Christian principles. We were founded on Judeo-Christian values. And you see that we are crumbling. We are crumbling from within because we are under God's judgment. We are under God's judgment. And a thing I wanted to mention um, as well, Biden went over to Israel to humiliate all of us over here. But, you know, he went. So, the the big thing is, I can tell you that America is not going to come back. And I, I don't care who goes into office. I don't care if it's a Republican. I don't care if it's a Democrat, an independent. It could be anybody. It could be Trump. It could be, who cares? Who knows? It doesn't matter who goes in. I can tell you what happens. Because of what Biden has done today or yesterday in Israel, we will be under God's judgment ultimately anyway because he goes over. And the Bible says we are not to separate Jerusalem, you are not to separate. That is the capital. Trump made the U.S. Embassy in the capital of Jerusalem. Well, dipshit Biden goes over there. And uh, so far he left um, Jerusalem and he goes over to Palestine, to the East Palestine. So he's right there recognizing that there's a two-state solution. And there is not. There is not. There should never be one. God hates that. But we have bumbling Biden who went over and said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then he's like shaking hands with the air and the dude don't know his ass from his mouth. I mean, he doesn't know what he's doing. He has no idea, but he's better than the horse hacking Kamala that we have. So, I mean, you know, 
we're just lost here in America. But you see what happens when God will turn you over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are unseemly. A reprobate mind means you have no common sense. You cannot make judgments. You can't. You can't think right. We see that happening, folks. And if you don't see it happening, you need to check yourself and make sure that you are a Christian. Because I'm telling you, mm, time is short, guys. But you see these things. I just, it's just been heavy on my heart. It's been super duper heavy on my heart. All these things that are happening and people are lost and they're perishing. And another thing that angers me so much is they are doing this to our children. The most innocent people at ages that they should be, you know, in church and their parents should be teaching them godly things. And instead, they're sending them off to this mass institution that are teaching them to hate America, to hate God, to even hate their own parents and turn them in. And the Bible says in the end days that children would turn on their parents and kill them. Remember, it's going to be craziness. But we see how these things are going to happen. Folks, if you guys don't listen to Spencer Smith uh, on YouTube, I'm telling you, you're missing out. He's a great man of God. He's got some great documentaries. Uh, and that'll tell you all about what's going on, especially with with rock and roll and so-called Christian music. Um, you know, I, I get mocked at and I get laughed at a lot because I don't like the new, quote-unquote, new Christian music, you know. And they're like, oh, you know, I said, number one, it doesn't really, it doesn't really glorify God. They never say his name. They just say, I mean, because what do you, who do you think Satanists call Satan? They don't call him, they call him God too. So, I mean, think about it. They never say the name Jesus. Or if they do, it's in that, that seven stands of cheese. All over and over and over and over. And what they're doing is they're putting you into a trance over and over. Look what happened to Bethel. Look at Bethel. I know, um, as a Benny, I know she recently passed away. And uh, I, I pray to God, I pray that the Lord Jesus would use this, use her death to wake them up, to bring them back to biblical Christianity, to biblical truth, the biblical doctrine, not to the heresy that they preach. I pray that God would use this because God doesn't want anybody to perish. He doesn't want no one to perish. He wants all people to come to the saving grace of Christ. Everybody. He doesn't want anybody to go to hell. People always say, well, why would the living God send anybody to hell? Why, why, why? Well, he didn't. He made a way so that you didn't have to go to hell. He made that way for you. He sacrificed his own son. Jesus Christ came. Jesus loves you and I so much that he came down from glory. Came down from glory to be born in a manger. People think the manger is this, oh, how cute, a little manger. No, it's where animals were. But, you know, I digress. But Christ lived the perfect, sinless life. He endured so much just for us. So any, anything that you've ever gone through, any temptation that you have, guess what? God has had that temptation too. Jesus had it and overcame it. So, you know, I've been thinking a lot. And I just I just posted my blog uh, onto my website. And if you do subscribe um, to the blog, I mean, it just sends it out every Monday. I don't bombard you with stuff or anything like that. Trust me, I'm not smart enough to set up all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's just, it's just my blog. And, uh, anyway, if you do sign up for that, it just, I think it emails it out Monday morning. So anyway, I just, just finished 
um, uploading the blog. And so, I mean, you can check it out at Bible Prophecy, the number four today.com, Bible Prophecy for today.com. Um, anyway, you can check out the blog. And I kind of talked a little bit about this and, um, you know, the technocracy and all these things happening. And, uh, you know, Ah, folks, it couldn't be any clearer where we're headed right now. I wanted to, um, if I if I have it up, I wanted to take take you guys to this uh, website, and um, I'm there. We go. So this is articles by Patrick Wood, and it's technocracy dot news. Okay, technocracy dot news. If you guys haven't, you know, checked it out, you should check it out. They post a lot of stuff. And uh, as a matter of fact, here's an article from July the 15th by Leo Holman. Yes, uh, it's a, in a technocracy, you will have no rights, only privileges. And so this article was posted uh, July 15th and it's called The Fourth Industrial Revolution. And uh, I, I want to read that, guys, uh, read that to you guys just a little bit. And another great article on here is ESG Climate Cartel Finally Connected to Soaring Fuel Prices. Of course, we knew they were. Somebody smart enough just had to connect the dots, right? And uh, how to destabilize a nation with food and energy shortages. Well, we're looking at Sri Lanka, and uh, that's how they plan to do that. And the WEF has that plan for all of us, right? What else do they have on here? Um, lots of good stuff. Um, technology grad digital slave system where no dissent is allowed. Uh, that was posted July the 14th. So, guys, if you haven't checked out technocracy.news, wow, go go check that out. And this is um, these articles are all by... Um, um, uh, Patrick Wood, sorry, I had a, like a brain spasm or something. Um, so yeah, here's the latest one was uh, July the 15th of 2022. Vatican goes full technocracy with Council for Inclusive Capitalism. So guys, if you're listening to the mainstream media, you're not going to hear any of this. You're not going to hear, you're only going to hear what they tell you. That these misogynist people, these xenophobes, these racists, these transphobe people, these all, you know, racists, that's, that's their cards in their playbook. Those are the only cards that they have because if you press them, like uh, Matt Walsh did that lady about truth, you know, she's like, well, and they just get louder and louder because they think if they talk louder, then, uh, you know, they're, they're going to make sense. They don't make any sense. They can't reason. That's what the Bible means by a reprobate mind. You can't reason anymore. So these people are insanity. Insanity. And how did the select few become so loud? Because they're loud. That's why they are loud. And so there's my phone going off. And so uh, my phone is loud. No, So that it's like my brother says the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So hey. Anyway. So but you know we see these things happening. And uh, it's only going to get worse, right? It's only going to get worse. The Bible said it's only going to get worse. I mean, I'll pray that, you know, there would be this huge uh, revival. And, oh, my gosh, the United States returned to the Lord. And, you know, all this would happen. And But the Bible doesn't say that's going to happen. The Bible doesn't say that that will happen. Now, there will be a huge revival during the tribulation. But not heading towards the tribulation, the Bible says it will wax worse and worse. And Christ said, when these things begin to happen, hold your head up high because, of course, your redemption draws near. He's coming to save us, right? And uh, kind of like what I put in my blog today, I was like, you know, because like I talked earlier, wickedness, sinfulness, is ever, we are in the mire, I mean, up to our chin, right, in this mire and muck and filthiness. And so, 
You can't even walk out your door without hardly seeing stuff or hearing stuff. People driving by with this this terrible, sinful, wicked music that they're listening to. And I just look at them like, are you listening to the words? Do you comprehend the words? But, you know, but I think, and I think back to like Noah, I'm like, what, how did Noah live in that world? You know, how did he live in that world? And then I remembered that God had given him a plan. God had given him hope. Remember, God told him to, hey, build this boat, build this giant ark. And do it like this. And he gave him the precise instructions on how to do it. And he said, tell everybody to repent, you know, because it's going to bring rain. Of course, then they didn't know what rain was. I don't think at that point in time it ever rained on the earth. Like there was wells. It was like water would come up from the ground and uh, water everything. And of course it would go back down. But they didn't, I don't think they realized what rain was. And so, of course, when it began to rain, then, you know, the floodwaters came. And then, you know... But I, I think back that God had given Noah a plan, said God told him this is what's going to happen. I'm going to save you and your family, Noah, and this is what you're going to do. And so I think about that and I look at our generation and we have those that are saying we're going to go through the wrath or we're going to we're going to go through the tribulation. I'm like, we're not, because if you look back, you know, during that time, did Noah and his family suffer the wrath of God at that point in time? no. No, God placed them in the ark. You know, you think about that. Like, how did the door shut? God sealed in Noah and his family and all the animals in the ark. God shut them in, right? And so I think about that. And I'm looking at today's world. And we see how the sinfulness and the wickedness. And like he said, it would be like the days of Noah. And I look around today and we are living in the days like it was in Noah. And I just read, um, I think it was in Romans where it talked about they will tell you in that time like you can't be marriage or uh, you can't eat meat, right? The Bible talked about that. In the end days, it would say that. And look around. There's what they're telling us now. Meat is bad. Meat bad. Veggie good. Meat bad. We're going to grow you some meat in the lab so you can have cow farts. That's what's going on. That's what's destroying the ozone layer, causing all this climate change. They can't reason, people. They can't think. They... They don't have the capacity to do that. The God of this world has blinded their eyes to the truth, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so they hate Christians. They hate us. And Jesus said, they hated me. They will hate you too. So get ready, folks, especially here in the United States. We're not used to persecution here, but it's coming. It is coming. And how much of that we will see before Christ takes us home? I don't know. I don't know. The Bible the Bible doesn't say, but it does say we'll be persecuted. And we have been persecuted since Christ went to ascend it to heaven. And so um, I just look around the world today and I, I, I hang on to the hope that Jesus gave us. You know, that he's going to take us out of here. And so and then, the, you know, you look back on Noah. God didn't pour his wrath out onto Noah. He poured his wrath out onto those who were rebellious and unbelievers. And in Revelation chapter 11, it talks about when Christ comes back, he will destroy those who are destroying the earth. And so you look at these people, these elitists, and what are they doing? They are destroying the earth. They call us conspiracy theories because, you know, they're flying uh, and they're spraying that poison and pesticides in the skies. And you can see them. Look, folks, I don't know how crazy you have to believe not to realize those are chemtrails. Those are not exhaust. I was raised on a farm. I looked at the sky all the time. There's not a whole lot to do on the farm, right? You look up. And there's never chemtrails like that. 
but there are now and they're all over the place and then you add that together with all the millions of people who have cancer and who die early and who die from cancer you got to think about where is this coming from this was there was not cancer by the millions when I was a child in the 80s or 70s or 60s, it wasn't, they weren't like they are now. These people are poisoning the sea, they're poisoning uh, our crops, they're poisoning the air. And so uh, there's this website, it's Geo, uh, Geo something. Oh, I'll look at it an awful lot. I don't know if I could, I get the email, <laughs> but I'm not going to take the time to look at that. But I'll, I'll try to, um, I'll try to put, uh, post that down below. But uh, if you watch J.D. Farag's Prophecy Update today, he actually talked about the website as well. Um, if you have not watched um, J.D. Farag in a while, I know he's been off for a few weeks, took some time away. And uh, I know that uh, Pastor Billy Crone from GetAlifeMedia.com, GetAlifeMedia.com uh, filled in for him last week, which was fantastic. <laughs> but uh, J.D. is back. Pastor J.D. is back. If you don't have the app, dude, download the app because you're not going to be able to watch the whole program or his whole sermon prophecy update on YouTube because he talks about complicated, controversial things, right? Which is why I'm not on YouTube anymore. So he goes all the way to about 30 minutes, and then of course they cut it off of YouTube, and then you'll have to watch it either from the website or from his app. So you can go to jdfarag.org, not frog, but it's farag, F A R A G, farag.org, and go check out um, today's prophecy update is fantastic. And by the way, if you watch the one with the worship music, oh, it's so beautiful. Anyway, he is there in Hawaii. Um, so a lot of stuff going on. Like I like, you know, I mentioned a lot of people, John Holler. There's a lot of Watchmen on the Wall 88 on YouTube. Um, fantastic guy. He was talking about uh, them dividing the Jerusalem with President Biden going over there. Um, so these are huge things that have major, major complications that's going to happen. And God said, if you divide Jerusalem, that's a horrible thing to do. It's a very bad, bad thing. As Trump will say, very bad, bad. That's a very bad, bad thing. Bad, bad thing. Very bad. Uh, and whoever does that will suffer the wrath. And so we were already under God's judgment. And so it's only going to get worse for here, us in the United States. So, but yeah, there is good news. And so I want to do this whole program to kind of, you know, culminate all these things into one thing that Christ is coming back. We are not meant for God's wrath. Just like Noah and his family were not meant for God's wrath. Neither are the church age. We are in the church age right now in the Gentiles. That's what we are. When we when that last Gentile hears the gospel and makes his profession of faith for Christ, God yanks us out of here. Boom. So so why it's so important to tell everybody the good news. Because that one person you tell, that could be the one. <laughs> but so I'll look at these times and, and Jesus had promised us. First and second Thessalonians, you gotta read it. You gotta read it. First Corinthians uh one fifteen, in the twinkling of an eye, we're gonna be gone out of here, right? This mortal body's gonna put on immortality. This corruptible body's gonna put on incorruptible. We're gonna be yanked out of here, right? And so uh, that's what I'm looking for. That is our blessed hope, right? It's not called the blasted hope. It's called the blessed hope. The glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what we're looking for. And that's what we're hoping for. And that's that's what we're looking for. And so, folks, I want to tell you all these things because as we look around the world today and we see everything happening, just like the Bible said, um, that to hold faith, hold tight to your faith, hold tight and keep your eyes on Jesus, keep your eyes on, on, on His kingdom. Don't look away; and you're gonna sink, right? So keep looking towards the Lord, because we're not meant for God's wrath. So we may be man, we may be persecuted by man and by the devil, 
but we're not meant for God's wrath. And so that, folks, is what the tribulation is. That is God's wrath. Jesus is the one opening up those seals, not Satan, not people. That's Jesus Christ in heaven. Who is worthy? Who is worthy to open these seals? We looked and there was the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus. He's the one that are opening those seals and unleashing all of that. That is his wrath on an unbelieving, rebellious world. So, folks, keep that in mind. That Jesus made a way for us. For us. We are not meant for his wrath, he said. So, Anyway, with that, guys, keep looking up, keep focusing on the Lord, keep reading the Word of God. And right now, I would read Ephesians 6.10, because we need to put on the armor of God, the helmet of salvation. We need to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We need to gird our waist with the belt of truth. We need to put the feet, shod our feet with the gospel of peace. Right? We need to pick up our sword, which is the Word of God, and our, our shield, which is uh, our faith that shi- you know shields us from all the fiery darts from the evil one. Folks, get dressed. We are in battle. It's time to get on our knees and pray. We need to pray for all the unbelievers and pray for our brothers and sisters around the world, in India, all over the world. If you guys have not checked out the Voice of the Martyrs, man, you need to go and check that out and sign up for their email and their magazines. Um, They'll send you a, a, a map, a prayer of who you can pray for and the countries that are where it's illegal to be a Christian or hostile or anything else. And uh, this latest one, I do believe, is the one I'm looking at right now. Uh, it's called Unwavering Witness. It talks about a night raid in Iran, a widow's purpose, and the Bibles have changed them. And so lots of really good stuff in here. Um, talks about brutal murders, things that um, us in the United States, you know, we read about, but we've never experienced, we've never endured And so we are called in the Bible to pray for our brothers and sisters, especially those who are being persecuted. And we need to pray for each and every one of them. And that's my prayer today. that We will all unite, all of us believers, will unite in prayer for one another, for all of us. And just continue to pray that God would strengthen us and encourage us, that the Holy Spirit would give us boldness to continue, to continue our Father's work until, until God calls us home. So with that, guys, like I always say, Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, thank you all so much for listening and for supporting this little ministry. I I really do appreciate it. May God bless each and every one of you.